Warning, we are a spoilers podcast. At times, we are also an offensive podcast. And we are most certainly a verbally explicit podcast. So if you fear for any of your delicate sensibilities, please back up now before you reach the point of no return. All right, pussies, this is your final warning. Good evening, because that's about the time that we're uh, recording this. And welcome to another episode of Cinematic Anarchy. With me this evening, we have our regular crew. We've got Miss B. Hello. And Mr. Omar. Hello, hello, hi. And, uh, well, this evening we are going to... Go ahead. What? I'm sorry. Speaking of the movie we're talking tonight, because a lot of things reminded me of him, shout out to the irregular Seth. Yeah. Uh, where is Seth? God damn it, Seth. Seth. Seth is just an, a, a, an entity at this point. He, he doesn't exist in the podcasting world with us right now. This Almost this entire season. He was there for like the entirety of season one. Almost and then, this entire season. When has he ha- ever been here on this season? Like one of the first episodes. <laughs> oh, okay. Before, before the shit. When, we get, to, on when we get together. I don't remember. Well, yeah. When we commonly get together in the same house, we should all wear shirts that say Free Seth. <laughs> free Seth? Oh, God. From free Seth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, put that put that in, like, little italicized words underneath. Little from tiny from letters himself. from himself. He's the uh, podcasting <laughs> version of Where's Waldo. He's really fucking hard to find. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> San Diego. <laughs> Alright, so this evening we are discussing the John Cusack, John Malkovich vehicle. Well, being John Malkovich. <laughs> and, uh. Oh, this movie. Okay. This in which, movie in which is, John uh, Malkovich became a vehicle. This right. movie is a fucking trip. I like that. The yeah. John Malkovich vehicle in which John Malkovich became a vehicle. So Yeah, it did. Dude, and then the um, whole, like, John Malkovich going into his own head and he's fucking, like, everyone. <laughs> personal Malkovich, recommendation. Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Yeah. Personal recommendation, people, do not watch this movie sober. <laughs> but also not your regular, your regular on sober. So you should do it with something you're doing for the first time. How about watch this movie and you might wonder if you're still sober. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, no, oh, I love... it's a good movie, though. Fucking good cast. Excellent cast. And Definitely. I, I am not a fan of Cameron Diaz at all. I'll be honest, but this movie I liked her in. I really did. Yeah. She was she was rather green at that point. No, I think she was like right in her career at this point. She was green when she was in the mask. Oh, I see. Uh, the mask was after this. I, that was her first movie, The Mask. Oh really? Yeah, she was green in the mask. You know. She looks way older. He uh, in the mask. Like mature, I guess. She looks like young and naive in this. Okay, I guess. Yeah, she, she just m- looks more raggedy in this. Which is the point. Well, the raggediness that made her look. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the raggedy that makes her look older. Yep. I guess I agree, yes. You are. You're not wrong and you're right. But, um. Yeah, no, fucking. The whole, like, Cameron Diaz. I think I'm trans. transsexual. Right. She went into John Malkovich's head once. Yeah. You gotta and then love this, this bitch. Well, oh, God. What's her fucking name? Which one? The other one. The actress? From the, the other uh, actress? Maxine? Yeah. Maxine, yeah. This bitch. She just doesn't give a shit. She just wants to sleep with something that's not in control of itself. Yeah. <laughs> that, was her, that was her kink. That was a uh, yeah, right. That that's like that that's like an exaggerated rape fantasy. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I think she was doing it I, to prove a point because if you you know what happened, 
She was doing it to try to drive Cameron Diaz's character over the edge. Because she heard, yeah. overheard the whole I'm, I think I'm transsexual thing. So what she did was she purposefully engaged with John Malkovich so that she could push her over the edge. So. The one of those movie characters. Yeah, but the whole time she was like, oh, I'm in love with you, this and that, blah, 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 and then fucking Craig takes over uh, John Cusack's character and starts puppeteering John Malkovich. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, that's his thing. He's a fucking puppeteer. Who does, oh, yeah, he was already a puppeteer. Who, like, you know, street puppet shows that are super not appropriate for family settings. Yeah. <laughs> that movie was crazy all in, all in all. I enjoyed it, nonetheless. Uh, don't watch it sober. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's, it's not a sober movie, honestly. I mean, I had to watch it sober because, well, I, I, I am I'm a sober yeah. individual. Uh, I drink socially, and there's nobody here, so I'm not drinking. So. I mean, we're there in spirit. We, well, yeah, we I mean, look. here, you know, just not physically here. Yeah. Nobody can see my hand gestures. It's one of those things yeah. that I do. Uh, in spirit is a thing. You could back the camera up a little bit. In spirit is a thing. <laughs> we should just drink socially one of these days, socially distant. Right, we'll just all gather and everybody's required, required to have a beer while we're doing the podcast. Next weekend, everybody bring their own beer to their own podcasting seat. That's I see no problem with that. It's uh for that next movie, we should probably do that because yes. What do we have up next weekend? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Right, another one not to watch sober. Really, I mean. Oh, it is such a good fucking movie, bro. One of Jim Carrey's best. I don't want to talk about it right now because that's we'll save it for next weekend. It's one of my favorite fucking movies. It is very good. Find some extra people for that podcast. I'm working on it, bro. I hey, listen, I'm the only one that's been finding people. Okay, I tried my my handful of people, my handful of people yeah. that I've got. I've hey, I'm an anti. I'm an antisocial. I don't have too many people that I could tell them, let's do it, and they probably hey, will. I've got news I got for you. i Fredo here who's got, you know, some good input on things sometimes, you know, when he wants to talk. i got a little secret for you. Just a little one. Oh. You guys oh. are my people. Huh? I've, got, I've invited you. There's a reason why you're here. There was Seth, there's you, there's Omar. You guys are my people. <laughs> so. Me? That, for this, basically, yeah. I mean... Depending on the movie, I could if we ever come up with a certain movie, I could probably invite somebody. You I work. think for the spotless sunshine, I could ask Emily from work if she would join us. Foster? Yeah. Cool. I've got a couple of friends who love this fucking movie too, so I'll, I'll, I'll ask around again. You gotta drag Andre over here at some point. Andre probably will at some point because... He loves a challenging. He likes. He loves movies, but you know, it's more interaction movies. And this is like out of Jim Carrey's like usual normal funny kind of movie. By That's one of the things that I loved about it. By the time oh, you played it really well. Okay, we're not. We're not talking about this movie this week. We're talking about being John Malkovich. Or, or are we done about John Malkovich? Uh, which, by the way, should have a part two called Being Jim Carrey. Oh my God. That's the question. What other people do you think would be fun to have, just to put on screen, have their mind invaded? Being Charlie Sheen. Being yeah. Charlie Sheen. He oh was my in. God. He was in the fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Somebody that somebody that's no longer with us that probably would have made a great movie like that, Jerry Lewis. Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Oh my God. Steve Martin. Honestly, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Steve Martin. Steve Martin hasn't been doing a lot lately. Yeah, I know. He, I mean, he's up I, there I, in I age, just asked so. about him the other day. Like, what's he doing now? I think he's like, producing or something. Trying to stay alive. 
Oh my god. Being Bill Murray. Being Bill that, Murray. That would be... That, 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 be that name... That, that name actually flows off the tongue a little bit. Being Bill Murray. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Being De Niro. We're discussing Chris. Being De Niro. Robert De Niro? Yeah. Right. Being Woody Allen. <laughs> um, no, I, I am, Being Bob Saget. I yeah, that's Saget. true. Woody Allen, I'll take a hard pass on. I'm good. I am not paying $200 to get into that fucking mind. Well, like, let's keep it in, like, the, you know, 90s... The, the, the more famous 90s actors. Instead okay. of, like, who's Bill famous Murray. today. Yeah, Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. Being Tom Hanks. Jim Carrey. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, probably, yeah. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm thinking Sandra of a Bullock. Uh, Sandra Bullock, yes. Yeah, yeah. He's crazy yeah. enough. Being character. Uh, okay. Okay. We're just we're just <laughs> wearing a bunch of randoms at this point. Yeah, I have random. Have you seen Carrot Top lately? No. Okay. And you know who is Carrot he Top is, right? As ever? You know who Carrot Top is, right? Yeah. Okay. Of course. The, the the famous famously bad prop comedian who tried to become an actor. Carrot Top is the most super brolic now. He is looking the like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes. I... Yeah. <laughs> he he looks jacked, and it's like, with that face and the fact that he had some serious work done on his lips and everything, he looks like this seriously jacked cat lady. <laughs> he does. That's hilarious. Yeah, he, he I'm looks... Gonna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look him up right now. He's like one more little away from being a seriously jacked I cat. I guarantee you that guy is neck deep in pussy cats. Is in Vegas. <laughs> you're gonna. You look like you're gonna flip out there. What are you doing? What is that? Oh, she's so sorry. Owen's being a brat. You looked like you were trying to bring a, a plane down the runway. Yeah. <laughs> are you parking an airplane? I'm just like waving my arms. Like, he stopped. He stopped running around and being a brat. Fucking. <laughs> I'm gonna eat you one of these days. Come on. There has to be more to say about this movie. There really does. We made it eight minutes and we were done talking. Like, I like it. I fucking... I'm the one that suggested it. I don't even know, like... I don't know what else to say about it, you know? Fucking... It's the plot... I love... The the cast was great. I love when John Cusack character started to, like, go unhinged. And then he got the... (laughs) He's wiping a candle out. And and he came back just to torture her with his adventures with... uh, What's the name? Lottie? Lottie, yeah. I just used his hand. I drove his hand through your girlfriend's glorious dick. <laughs> he he went he he lost it. I like the premise of this whole thing taking place on a half floor that they explain yeah. bu- built by the guy that built the building for his midget wife. Yep. Yeah. Okay, what's to look for? You're surprised. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. no, I'm, nope, I'm seeing Carrot Top. You're looking at Carrot Top right now? <laughs> that is one scary looking You movie. haven't seen him lately, right? I don't like it. Scary I, looking I, for the wrong is, reason. Oh my, that's, that's gonna <laughs> haunt me in my sleep paralysis dreams. Why did Thanks. you look that up? You just gave me a new sleep paralysis demon. Fuck you, Chris. like it. Imagine that there's a blackout when you're out taking your trash in the middle want of the park. I can't imagine that. Thank you very and, much. And he's taking his trash at the same time, taking his trash out. Because it's trash day, right? You'll see this in the middle of the park. This super orange guy. Super brolic. Just put I that. I don't like it. I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> Cast him in a scary fucking clown movie, and you don't even need to put makeup on him. I know. <laughs> Yeah, is the human it? <laughs> Don't let him talk. He's just... human, Pennywise. God damn it, he's scary looking. He is. He's a he's a scary man. Sorry, Carrot Top. <laughs> we do love Carrot Top, but he's looking pretty I, I pretty regular this day. Carrot Top. I no. Don't love him. 
Nope. That is no. a thing of my nightmares. <laughs> I didn't expect you to look up the picture. I could never unsee that, Christopher. I, I was trying to describe how scary looking he is so you don't have to look up the picture. So you're not tempted. You're not very good at it. It's like telling you not to look down when you're walking across the bridge. You're going to fucking Thank look down. Thank you very much. Right? Uh, don't look at the scary shit. What scary shit? This right here? Fuck! And now I'm scared. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Good job. <laughs> good job, Chris. Don't blink. This is on you. No, this is on you. You're the one that brought it up. Oh, come on. It's not completely on me. Uh-huh. It's not... Did I give... Did I take the phone and put I it into your hand? I zero responsibility. Did I put the phone <laughs> in your hand? Did I tell you to look him up? <laughs> you have to at least take 25% of the responsibility past my suggestion. It's around you! Oh, fine. <laughs> fine. Fine, I'll take it. I'll take it. It's, it's my fault. I fucking did it. Now just imagine that guy in Pennywise's suit. If you're listening to the podcast... Oh, God, no. You're still down here. Would you like a balloon? Come take the balloon. I'm gonna hang up on you, douchebags. (laughs) Just imagine pulling up to Wendy's and he's the one that's right through. I hate you. This is the worst. Actually, he does not look that far off from the picture on the side of Wendy's. Uh -uh. He doesn't look far off from being Wendy. Which says a lot for Wendy. He probably probably should have those those tails when he's at the drive-thru window. He did. (laughs) He he put his hair in those pigtails at one point. He did. I believe it. Because people used to compare him to the chick on Wendy's. Yeah. Okay. Most cringeworthy mo- uh, moment in the movie. Most cringy moment. For me, it's John Malkovich in a dress singing on top of the piano. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That was fucking priceless. It was either that or uh, the guy that approached him in the restaurant when he was sitting down waiting for uh, waiting for Maxine that kept talking to him about how he played a retard very well. And he kept saying the word over Dude. and over and over okay, again. Okay, yeah, no, that... Oh, my God. And every time bad. he said it, I cringed. I'm like, oh, 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 that's bad. Oh, stop. Just, just stop. I'm very uncomfortable with this. The PC police in my head are just fighting now. Yep. Fuck. PC babies. I mean, I'm not a terribly Ooh, PC Park. guy at all. Huh? South Park PC babies. What was that, what was that guy's name? The PC guy. PC principal. Is it, is it PC principal? Is that what they call yeah. him? Yeah. Yeah. He's like a real bro, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, it's okay. PC principal. And then, um, vice principal strong woman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. For you guys, cringeworthy moments. Because there's plenty in here. You took my cringeworthy moment. Come up with a new one. The, the, the guy in the restaurant. Fuck you. <laughs> what about what about when she was in a cage? She put herself in a cage. That was, a, eh, that was really cringy. Uh, I thought it was cringy. No? Yeah. I think it was pretty cringy from the moment he found that portal. Cause I mean, she went into the, the, the cage with like her chip or some shit, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. The cage just next hanging to the out with the chimp. You know, that's not an abnormal thing. The chimp's like a child. Yeah. The amount of animals that they have in that house was a little abnormal. That the, okay? That that was my fucking biggest cringe. The the amount of the animals in that tiny little apartment. There's not enough room for all of them. Are you kidding me? They need like open space and windows and air and fucking like plants and shit. And every single scene that in that part- apartment was dark. Yeah, that first time when 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 Maxine was with John Markovich dash Lottie in the couch. Oh my god. Hmm. Okay. You thought that was that you could hear both voices at some point. 
Well, that's the whole point, is that there's somebody in his head controlling him through these little uh, little moments. I like the fact that they only had control of John Malkovich at night because they had to wait till the office building was shut for the day. Yeah. JM Incorporated. And then he fucking shows up. He showed up to the fucking office. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're running a business. In my head. What? 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 How, how do you try to justify running a business in someone else's mind without their consent? That is also another over-exaggerated rape fantasy, if you think about it. I'm saying, though. Literally taking control of a person, mind, body, and soul without any consent whatsoever. And then not only that, but selling the permission to do so. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's like being pimped out without your knowledge. And essentially, John Cusack and Maxine were the pimps. Yeah. Where the fuck did Omar go? I, he just got up and, like, waved he his headphone at me. This is, one of those, this is one of those things that's like, three. we're not in the same room, so it's like, I gotta go do something. I'm gonna put my headphones down, and then we look up, because we're talking to each other, and we realize he's not there. <laughs> yeah, right? If you're in the same room, Shit. I can see you leave. This and fucking dog. I can't stand him. You are the worst. I hate you. He's, that's why you kiss him, right? You know where his tongue yep. was earlier. Be careful. I, I kissed his cheek. Okay. We're good. Okay. Anyway. He will try to lick your face. Okay. I think we Don't uh, even start with that. We have talked plenty about being John Malkovich. I'm leaving... Uh, this, uh, in a scene, mind you, mind you, she did end up bound and gagged in the cage. So whether or not she was in there at one point with the chimp, who did help her out of the, the bindings, yeah. he bound and gagged her and put her in the cage. Yeah, and then he did the whole fucking controlling John Malkovich while they were fucking around with Maxine... And it took them, like, what, three dates before she found out that the entire time it was fucking Craig? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was two or three dates. I don't remember, but... <laughs> it doesn't oh. matter. That's still... That's still... Another fucking exaggerated rape fantasy. Like, she doesn't know who she's sleeping with. This whole movie is extremely rapey. I hate it. It, it is. It I is. I love but. I have never loved a more rapey like, movie. This is a great movie. I was like, I've never loved a more rapey movie. I'm just... <laughs> right? I'm just... It's weird that you know it. I mean, you can see it. That every is such bit of a the, terrible, terrible thing to say, though. It's not untrue, though. If it yeah. were untrue, then I'd feel terrible about it. But it really is. I mean, almost all of this stuff is like an over-exaggerated rape fantasy. So, it's... A, people technically having sex with other people that don't know they're having sex with. So this person, somebody else is in this person's head while Maxine... Whoa, what was that? What just happened? Omar. Omar, what, your headphones are, are all of a sudden picking up some really loud sound. Something from here, probably. No, no, no. When you put it down for when you were when you were on here originally, it was kind of low. Now that you put them back on, for some reason, your voice is booming. Like I had it on mute for a while. Oh, there we go. Now it's lower again. Oh, because okay. I was like all here. Gotcha. You hear it like that? See? Oh, because you're now better because you were like almost on top of your microphone. I see what that is. All right. All yeah. Right. So I'm sorry, guys. Don't deep throat the mic. That's all we ask. Oh my god. <laughs> Look, Why? Seth is not here. Somebody has to fill in those well, little you know, things. Yeah, yeah, someone has to be that guy. I don't want to be I don't want to <laughs> be that guy. It doesn't sound right coming out of my mouth. Not really. It really doesn't. No. This guy. This Seth will, Seth will say how about coming in? I'm a uh, I'm going to put out a, <laughs> I'm just going to put out an article hiring new Seth. <laughs> Are you known to say there's a appropriate thing here and there? Right. Well, he was like Mr. Inappropriate. Like, everything was inappropriate in his head. So he, he was always saying some really weird shit. 
we all have was, our own things. Like uh, that, okay. That being said, we're going to go to break. We will be right back in a few moments to, uh, or at least uh, 30 seconds to do the second half of the podcast and a pitch storm, possibly a few questions. Thank you very much. Most definitely. Whoa. Yeah. It's like you're in an auditorium. Being Seth. Being Seth. The movie. Being Seth Malkovich. <laughs> I swear I'm going to cook this dog up rotisserie style and eat you. Beating Seth Malkovich. Being Seth Polanski. What? Polanski? Don't get, don't get much. What? Yeah, don't get much more inappropriate than that. Like Roman Polanski, except Seth. Yeah, except Seth. Also, super okay, rapey individual. Go look up Roman Polanski and see see about all the things he used to do. Yeah, he was. He, he the name itself just says creepy all over. Well, his his. He's on the run. Accused of a whole bunch of crazy shit. Uh, I believe uh, statutory rapes charges, stuff like that. All kinds of crazy stuff. Nasty shit. All right, welcome back to the second half of Cinematic Anarchy. And uh, we're going to go ahead and start with a pitch storm. Actually, probably the only thing we're going to do tonight. We're going to short sheet the whole episode just for the fucking hell of it. And we're going to start with this scenario, which I was trying to explain to the uh, the guys here. It might be a little interesting to try to... It's like a, a pornographic version of Garfield is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. oh my god. A mean cat, addicted to lasagna, gets stranded on an island full of horny coeds. And can this whole thing be set during a plane crash? So it's like Revenge of the Nerds meets Garfield meets Lost. Lost. Yeah. <laughs> so not for nothing, I'm sticking with Bill Murray for the cat, because I liked how he did I liked how he did Garfield. Yeah. I'm sticking with Bill Murray all the way. Has to be Bill Murray. Uh, and I'll even go so far as to say Breckenmeyer should have a role in the movie. Uh, you guys like Breckenmeyer at all? Mm -hmm. uh, possibly? Let me look him up. He played John in the Garfield movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, th I like him. He's been in a lot of stuff. I really, I really enjoy him as an actor. I don't know why he hasn't been doing much lately. Uh, last thing I saw him in was a TV show. It was a lawyer TV show called Franklin and Bash. Uh, it was him and uh, the guy... Oh, God, I can't remember his fucking name. The one that played Zach Morris in uh, Saved by the Bell. Mark Paul Gossler. Mark Paul Gossler. Uh, they both played kind of... I don't know what you would call them, honestly. Like, uh, toxic bachelor lawyers. What? I'm going to tell you this. The only person saved by the belt whose name I probably know is Pedro Lopez. <laughs> really? You, you know Pedro Lopez? Because his name is Mario Lopez. I'm going to that guy's name. <laughs> I can you name... You know something. I can unfortunately name them like the main cast. I can name... Uh, let's see, Dustin Diamond that played Screech, Mario Lopez, uh, Slater. And then there's, unfortunately, I remember Elizabeth Banks, but all for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> oh, oh girls. Um, yep. Hang on, hang on. I got, I got a person. You remember the Showgirls? I remember Showgirls. I've seen both versions. Is that the She's been in a lot of stuff, but, like, that's what she's remembered for. So. It's crazy how she did say about the book for a minute, and nobody remembers her from that. All right, so this is going to be, he's stranded on a desert island with a bunch of horny co-eds, so I'm guessing, like, maybe a, a sorority, a sorority fraternity trip. Sorority island. But it's a cat. Okay. Well, Garfield well, is sorority so, island. Basically, like uh, so, sorority so and fraternity. So we should make his co-eds other animals, right? Hmm. So we should make his co-eds other animals, right? Well, so bear with me. What, where my the process, my thought process was. So this is like a, a, a 
Boeing 747, a bunch of, like, frat and sorority kids get on the plane to go to, say, like, spring break or something, to do something for spring break. And this cat, this woman with her cat happens to be on the plane at the same time. Woman dies in the plane crash, and the cat's by itself and has to navigate all these idiots to survive. Okay. I want Jennifer Tilly in there. Jennifer, oh, okay, Jennifer Tilly. Ah. I like Jennifer Tilly. That, that's should, a good one. Just put both, put both, both of the uh, Tilly sisters in there, Jennifer and Meg Tilly. Yeah. Uh. Oh, you know what would be fun? Make them uh, over the hill stewardesses. <laughs> just for the. <laughs> Sorry, my okay. apologies. My apologies. Flight attendants. There you go. You can't call them stewardesses anymore. It's not. Nope. 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 It's not the 1980s. We can't do that anymore. It's not. It's not PC no more. No, it's not. It's not. PC. It, it, not PC approved. Right. Well, it was never PC. It's just. Not, it's just that back then nobody cared about PC. Well, I'm polit What was politically correct then is not necessarily politically correct now. Yeah. Things have changed. People have. Uh, People have grown both worse and better. So, anyway. I feel like... Anywho. This is a bumbling idiot group of kids. Got, like, just 20-something kids. And I want some, like, Lord of the Flies shit going on. At some point, it goes... It gets nasty. It gets Lord of the Flies, and the cat ends up being hunted down by these people for food. No, no, no. Have them worship the cat as a god. What if one half of them worshipped him as a god and the other half saw him as food? Okay. So he's constantly having to fight off or escape people that are trying to kill him for food and the other half of them are a little too affectionate for a cat. It's a weird movie. Okay, okay. <laughs> Got some... <laughs> I want, I want some Rambo shit going on in there, too. I'm sorry. No, I'm bring, I, Michael Sarah. I got this weird fucking thing in my head now. I want to bring Michael Sarah in. There's this whole scene where he's built his own little palm frond hut, and he manages to capture the cat, and there's just this entire scene of Michael Sarah and nothing but a palm frond covering him. Just sitting there want, telling his, his deepest de sexual fantasy to the cat. I, I want some... Like, in the middle of that, like, fantasy, I want Sylvester Stallone to, like, leap in from one of the trees and just spear him through the face. Just in his Rambo gear. And then, yeah, exactly. And then the next scene is Michael Sarah on a spit roasting over fire. <laughs> this is <laughs> So that's, that's the half that doesn't worship the cat. That's the half that wants to eat him. And they're willing to eat the people, too. Yeah, doesn't matter. It's food. If it's if it's meat, it's meat. If it's got yeah. meat, it's food. Exactly. Um, they have all, they have all the all the works to accompany the whatever meat they hunt, <laughs> human or feline. Do what you gotta we do. Are, we are brutal with Michael Sarah. We are so brutal with him. Bro, well, Michael Sarah better run. Do for yourself. Every time we bring him into one of the pitch storms, he always gets either fucked up or he's a piece of shit. Or he's just a creeper that stands there and does nothing. We've had that, too. Yeah, exactly. And the guy might end up being our first celebrity guest one time. <laughs> so my, I want, and then we were really going on him. Breckenmeyer, I only want briefly in the movie, I want him to, I want him to be the pilot of the plane that Who's goes the pilot? down. Breckenmeyer. Okay. So I want I want him and uh, Donald Fazian uh, as the as the pilot and co-pilot of the plane. Donald Fazian's the guy that played Turk in Scrubs. Uh -huh. okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, also in Clueless, I, one of my favorite actors, uh, right up there with uh, I like uh, Wayne Brady. I think he's underused. I really do. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So yeah, anyway. Throw fucking Kevin Hart in there somewhere. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> just He's trying to like, throw Kevin Hart and like he's trying to like hit on Jennifer Tilly and shit and like totally not making it. She's wearing these like seven inch fucking pumps. 
All right. She's already like a, a tall woman, you know. Right. It won't give a heart to be hitting on somebody really, really tall. But he's he's hitting on her. She's wearing pumps on the plane. It's like a, a yes, flight attendant. Absolutely. And then the entire time, like the entire time on the island, she's still wearing the pumps. She doesn't take them off for shit. What if she is like the one? Like her and her sister are like the 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 only flight attendants that didn't get the memo that they're not stewardesses anymore. <laughs> just didn't get the no, memo. No, they just dress like that because that's, you know, who they are. That's how they like to dress. Right. So that's like, this is this is what they go to work. Well, and you constantly have, like, people in the aisles, like, trying to tell them it's not PC to do what you're doing, you know. What are you doing? You're not supposed to wear that. You're not supposed to act like that. I can do what I want. And they're just like, I don't know what you're talking about. I can do what I want. I'm good. So, I want, just be, just because, and this is just because, I want Jack Black to rescue the cat at the end of the movie. He has Absolutely. no other role, out. just one line at the end of the movie when he rescues the cat. That's it. Just to have him there. <laughs> like, he's the guy that flies the helicopter or something. Who, Ren Brady? No, Jack Black. I was saying Jack I wanted Black. Jack Black in for just... Why do we have Wayne Brady do? Oh, I didn't realize we had agreed to have Wayne Brady in the movie. <laughs> you did say, um, that's what I was thinking, you chlorine the cast. Hold up. I know what Wayne Brady is in this movie, and you're going to hate me for saying this. He is an Alfonso <laughs> Ribeiro impersonator. <laughs> yes, no, I love it. So, the entire movie, and people are like, what are you? And he keeps trying to explain to them I'm an Alf Alfonso Ribeiro impersonator and they look at him and go, what? Who? <laughs> Why? <laughs> As Carton or just Alfonso Ribeiro when he used to do the little breakdancing videos? Well, I mean, he's done a lot of stuff. As a matter of fact, he was one of the, my favorite actors. He played a thug in the movie Ticks. Can you imagine Alfonso Ribeiro as a thug of any sort? Ever? I want. Yeah. Who do you hold want? Up. I want with Jack Black to you know come in and rescue the cat. I want Kyle Gass in there with him. Okay. As Tenacious D. What about what? What if it just is? It's just Tenacious D rescues the cat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I they... want Tenacious D to show up and fucking like do all their whole little like rock concert and shit and fucking rescue the cat and just like fly off in a helicopter or some shit. Tenacious like the, the island actually, burns down under a volcano. Actually, and I want somebody to yell, "Go, Tenacious, go!" You just gave me a new and I new no, idea. No, no, like it, it just it just fades out with "We are the D, we 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 are the D." Okay. Yes. You just gave me a good idea for the movie, though. What if instead of just making him just a cameo at the end of the movie? This destination that they were flying to, Tenacious D missed the plane, and they end up having to get to a get a helicopter to go to the same place that these people were going. So they were just a bit behind, and that's why they ended up rescuing these people. So you've got Tenacious D chartering a helicopter to get to the destination these people were supposed to go to. <clears throat> yes. I love it. So you and just then, see bits and, and pieces throughout the movie of them. The cat, they fly off to the destination that they were all supposed to head to. Some, like, fucking, I don't know. What's the destination going to be? Acapulco. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Tenacious D, Tenacious D is doing a fucking concert in Acapulco. Springs. Pop, Palm Springs. Who knows? Yeah, we just... Something... Spring breaky. Could be, okay. Could be Daytona Beach. And the fucking... The cat gets put on a pedestal with, like, a little king's... <laughs> velvet crown and shit with a velvet cape. I want... I don't want Garfield for this movie, though. I don't want a Garfield cat. I want a grumpy cat. I want a fucking sphinx. <gasps> a Maine Coon cat. Yes. Hands down. Just a big-ass, vicious-looking cat, you know? A Maine and, Coon like, cat. The, the last scene is, like, Tenacious D doing their whole concert, and the cat's, like, in his whole royalty outfit eating lasagna <laughs> just eating lasagna I guess it's gonna be I guess it's gonna be soundtrack by and then yes. Bill Murray Bill Murray just for the hell of it just has to explain this is not copyright infringement this 
I look nothing like Garfield. This is not copyright. <laughs> Pay no attention to the lasagna. It's not baked. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the second pitch. Okay. That one was good. Second pitch. A young witch that moves away from home to start a business must fight off, or sorry, fights to save their brainwashed family from a deadly cult. And the note okay. for this, let's be artsy. Let's do the whole thing without dialogue. Okay. So I feel That's like this is an entire movie done in interpretive dance. <laughs> but I want it to be a horror film. A horror film done in interpretive dance. Okay, I'm, I'm with it. So, so Honestly, that kind of sounds a lot like... Uh, have you guys ever seen this guy? Hello. <laughs> well, that's my boyfriend. Right. He, well, you know. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking eat this guy. Get a ball gag. Anyway, uh, <laughs> no. Anyway, have you guys seen uh, the Tempest? Yes. Sounds familiar, but I don't think I've seen it. Okay, that kind of like, that's kind of like the vibe I want to get from it. It's like spooky and fucking like. I don't know. I like. I, I really liked the Tempest movie. Okay. Okay. I, I know it's. I know it's a play, but like, they did really good with the movie. Okay. Okay. That kind of energy. So that's what you're thinking about for this kind of movie. Yeah. We need people that have either been in dance films or you think might be able to dance. Okay. I want the cast from Suspiria. The cast from Rent. And. And, uh, fucking... Mila Kunis. What's her... Mila Kunis, yeah. Mila? Uh, what's her fucking name? Hang on. This bitch from Phantom of the Opera. I don't know. Shameless. Fiona. Fiona Apple? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Ah, fuck. Uh, damn it. Name. Name. Emily Rosen? Is that what her name? Emmy Rosen? Rosum? Emmy Rosum. Rasum? Who knows? Da, 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 you have to hear the person actually pronounce their own name for you to really get an idea. Yeah, Emmy uh, Rosum. You could probably bring Natalie Portman in, because she can dance. Oh, yeah, definitely. I want, na actually, Natalie Portman as the witch. I want Natalie Portman as our witch in this movie. The one that moves away to, to start a family business... And finds out that she has to now save her family. Well, she's not she's not young though. She's not young anymore. We have it's a young witch we're looking for, right? Yeah. yeah. Hang on. Oh my god, the girl from fucking Split. <gasps> young witch, hold on. Zendaya. Oh yeah. She's a great dancer too. Yeah. So that, think, oh god, that's a good one. I think that she could pull pull off an inter a movie that's done entirely entirely with no dialogue, and then you tell them they get paid by word. <laughs> <laughs> so we we have the script here. You're going to get paid for every line of dialogue that you read. It's all interpretive dance. You don't have to speak at all. Go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Make nothing. I don't know where to go with this. You don't? No? I don't know. Wait, read the cards to me again? The young witch fucking... Did we all what just... Did do? We just all lost our train of thought, like, all together. We, just, yeah. It's like, we're talking, and then it's like... We know we were doing yeah. something, but I don't remember what. Okay. A young witch <laughs> moves away from home to start a business... F uh, sorry. Fights to save their family from a deadly cult. Which, honestly... A lot of this feels like you're talking about Suspiria. Yeah, right? It has a very, I mean, a lot of it. And when you talk about there, it, there being no dialogue and you having to rely on dance as part of the medium to get to convey the movie, then you And the whole dancing that. is, like, revolved around their, or their witchcraft is revolved around their dancing. 
I'm sorry. I have the damn movie playing in the background, and I forgot how big Charlie Sheen's skull was in this movie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> anyway. And I'm going to express them, okay? I'm angry, <laughs> so I got angry, and I expressed it. Um, <laughs> it happens. Did, did you... Did you... What was, what was that? Fernand's yelling at his game... And I'm like, bro, I'm still recording. He's like, I got angry. I'm allowed to have emotions. I'm expressing my emotions. Hmm. If he's going to express, <laughs> the, if he's going to express the emotions, maybe he can put the game away and actually be on the podcast. Then he can express all he wants. I know, right? He can, he can express all he wants. We'd love to have him. <laughs> you know? I love him. Just, just hop on the podcast. You don't have to express yourself from there. I love him. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, this, so, this, this is the plot of fucking Suspiria, basically. It, it is almost complete, but we have to make it our own somehow. So I want to say... I want to say it is a... Ooh. I'm, try, I'm trying to think. What is that movie? What if you made the cult from... Um... Like the, the 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 Valerie, what's her fucking name? Valerie. American Horror Story cult. Valerie, what's her fucking name? That killed the the fucking. I'm so bad at words right now. We are also talking about something I cannot help you with at all. Hang on. I have not seen it. Oh, uh, you didn't watch American Horror Story cult. I have not. No. You're terrible. I'm a horrible human being, and I'm well aware. I'm well aware. That's fine. I don't mind being horrible. I can be deplorable and horrible and unmentionable. And Omar, okay, Valerie Solanas. Omar talks to us constantly here about like forgetting the mute button, and he forgot the mute button. He's talking. I can't hear him. I was actually talking to a child. <gasps> Oh, see, you were making eye contact with us. I was in mute. You were making eye contact with us. I'm sorry. Okay, so <laughs> let's make let's make the the cult the Valerie Solanas scum cult. Okay. Um, she killed um Andy Warhol. Okay, okay, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking do 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 do. Let me find the words. Or like a revival thereof. Because we're talking about like something completely different. I mean, we're, are we going to go back to that? It's cult? the Society for Cutting Up Men, ah. and it's basically you know men are turds, lowly abject turds, this and that. You know, it's a whole like um, anti-men kind of radical feminism. It's so let's extreme have, feminism. Let's have, them, let, let's have the witch try to like be rescuing her brainwashed family from these fucking like psycho bitches. Okay, so it's all like the and female these, members of the And these family. psycho bitches are using their witchcraft to brainwash them into, like, going out and killing men. Nice. You know who I want for the leader mm-hmm. of the, the brainwashing cult that basically has brainwashed a family of witches? You know who I want for that leader? Somebody that you wouldn't think to put in that position. Betty White. Melissa Joan Hart. Sabrina, the teenage witch. Oh, oh wow. yeah. I like Betty White though. Betty White, I actually, <laughs> I I had Melissa Joan Hart in my head the second you said Betty White, I was done. Yeah, Betty White, make it Betty White. <laughs> Definitely make it Betty White. You know why Betty White? Because it's Betty White. Have you seen Lake Placid? Where they accuse yeah. they accuse her of feeding her husband to the alligator, which she did, mind you. But she looked at the Carol police Baskin. officer, and the reason I fell in love with Betty White at that point was she looks the police officer dead in the eye. She goes, if I had a dick, this is about the point where I'd tell you to suck it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Hearing fantastic. those words come out of Betty White's mouth, just... Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, Betty White was... Betty White is gangster. Okay, so... so Betty White is having all her little minions 
brainwash these people with their fucking devil dance magic. I'm sorry. To kill boys and men, anything with a penis. They have a mask that they wear. They have a mask that they wear to go out and commit their crimes. Nope. Be Arthur. Hey. Yeah. Okay. You. I, I, yeah, I across the way though. I. Know, but the, it's a mask. You can still have a mask of her face. It's a mask. Yeah. So. Oh, the mask. Okay. <laughs> so just a B. Arthur because it's Betty White, and we're gonna do an homage to Golden Girls here, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I want to okay make Melissa Joan Hart the uh, the mother. Basically, she's the, the mother of Zendaya, which it doesn't look right. Okay. It, I mean, it doesn't look right at all, but that's because the father looks more like Zendaya than the mother does. Let's make the father Lucifer. Lucifer? Oh, what's that guy's name? Lucifer. The oh, like literally Lucifer. I'm thinking Lucifer from the show. We don't even have to go Lucifer. You can go, uh, what, what are you, what is the, uh... Wicked equivalent. Because well, uh, we're talking witches here. We're not talking Christianity. We're not going to include Lucifer in this. Not like uh, Sabrina, the TV the TV show, includes him. Or the new one, anyway. Uh, Baphomet? Baphomet, yes. Baphomet. Baphomet. Okay. So basically, the, the yes. Wiccan... have the fucking oh my god, have the fucking Baphomet Goatman walk in at the very end and be like "fuck you" and kill everybody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> basically, the the entire. I have a man. I have ent- a penis. Stupid little girls. <laughs> Just takes out the entire anti-feminist cult. Yeah, exactly. Right. Bites off Betty White's head. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> just just absolute carnage. They finally managed to resurrect this guy right after the... Like uh, that very end of Suspiria where they fucking like walk through and she's just like... Yeah, her little like demon friend is like making everybody's heads explode and shit and fucking... Everyone's dying. Fucking... Yeah. Yeah. I want that shit with Baphomet. Buffomet. Sounds good. Okay, so I and think that'll be the there. end. Alright, that'll be the end. We just ended the movie, so I think we just ended the podcast. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. 10 o'clock. We're right <laughs> on the schedule. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if you cannot talk in the movie. If there's no dialogue whatsoever, how... Oh, this is just sad. This is a sad thought that just went through my head. We're going to make it slightly comedic. Just slightly. <laughs> it needs to be. So Betty White, doesn't. she doesn't do her own dancing, obviously. She's not going to get her to do her own dancing in this movie. So who we have fill in for Betty White is your boyfriend, who's rather loud this evening. No. Uh, yep. <laughs> you're going to be our new Betty White. What's wrong with you? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Who fills in for Betty White a very thinly disguised David Spade. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> he does all the dancing for Betty White's character. <laughs> they put him, they put him I, in just I enough prosthetics this. to kind of make him look like her, but it still looks like David Spade. <laughs> I fully support this. <laughs> and now it's just it's just David Spade in his regular clothes that like, you know, fucking pajama pants and a dirty t-shirt or some shit and he's got fucking like a Betty White wig half-assed put over his already long hair. Yeah, kind of, uh, oh, what is what is that character? Joe Dirt. Kind of like a, a very yeah, Joe exactly. Dirt look to him. But very very thinly veiled. So he, he, it's like they didn't even try, really, to kind of make him look like a stunt double or anything. Just, you know yeah. it's David Spade. He's just there dancing. And I'm just trying to imagine <laughs> him, him dancing. He's like making faces while he's doing like exaggerated <laughs> movements okay if we're gonna give this movie a very comedic flair i can say one other thing you know baphomet 
Obviously, yeah. we're going to use trick photography to kind of make him look larger than he is, but there's one guy that I'd like to, to make Baphomet. And it's somebody that is not, not even remotely intimidating at all, ever. Okay. Nick Seward. Danny DeVito? Oh, my God. Just... <laughs> Nick yeah. Seward's, but we, we, we want to have, like, almost on-point Gilmero del Toro kind of makeup on him. Yeah. But the voice. You just had every time, he, he's going to be the only person in this entire movie that gets to speak. <laughs> I can't stand it. I love it. I support this. So. All right. I, uh, I like this movie. I really do. Makes me laugh. It's never gonna get made, but whatever. <laughs> You'd never know. Make make our movies. Make our movies. That's all I'm asking. Somebody somebody listen to the tip. Get through the stuff that we do at the beginning and listen to the good stuff at the end. I mean, in all honesty, I've gotten to the point where I started thinking to myself, why aren't we just doing this? Yeah. I mean, why aren't we just doing this this pitch storm as as the podcast and then at the end, we can talk about the movies. You know, hey, we watched True. a movie this week. This is what we, we, we kind of sat down. We all kind of watched this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, but you put the fun stuff yeah. at the beginning. Switch it up a little bit. Fuck it. That's what we're going to do True. next week. Next week, the, we start off with the pitch storm, and then we move into the movie. Sounds good. Stick around if you yeah, actually want to listen to the movie. But for right now, let's have some fucking fun. Drag him in with the fun, then make him listen to the other stuff. <laughs> that way they, they have to go guys. kicking and screaming out of the back end of the podcast <laughs> yeah that. hey we do so we if you listen to what we did for john malkovich here being john malkovich is a fantastic movie we spent eight minutes talking about it i know right That's and just... then the other 12 minutes or uh 20 20 minutes actually just talking about everything but <laughs> exactly so that, that's what we do. We, we like movies, yes. Do we discuss them at length? No, it actually makes us you know, think about other things. We, we start postulating, and, and uh, at some point, at some point, El Jefe learns to shut his mouth and end the podcast. At some point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, someday. It's, it's not happening at that time. Well, it, you know, it gets to be like 9, 10 o'clock at night, and my brain just goes, get it all out. Come on, get it all out. <laughs> Say everything. You're talking to me about exaggerated endings. Right? <laughs> right now, I'm still talking. We're 31 minutes into the end of the podcast, and I'm still flapping my gums. All right. Thank you very much for listening to Cinematic Anarchy on behalf of Omar, Miss B, the guy laughing over in the corner there, Miss B's boyfriend, and the young man. Young man? Say hi. Young man hi. sitting right there in Omar's lap. Hello? <laughs> Have a wonderful night. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs>